Thank you for coming on today, Bible College Curriculum. Pastor Fernando is here. Let's go ahead and open up with a moment of silence followed by the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. And forgive us of our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Today's lesson comes to us from the book of Deuteronomy, chapter 28, starting with verse 2. These are all the blessings that will come to you and stay close to you because you obey the Lord your God. Other translations say hearken. And the word hearken to me, what I've been to understand, believe to understand, is saying it. If you hearken, hearken angels, sing a song. Say the voice of the Lord your God. Make it, establish it in our minds and our hearts and our surroundings by by reading it out loud, really. Well, the article by Kenneth and Gloria Copeland, this article is by Ken. It says, well, brother, in the end, I'm sure you'll see these financial problems are actually a blessing in disguise. Have you ever heard anybody say that to somebody who's hurting financially? Boy, chances are you have. It's a popular idea. The problem is, It's a lie used by the devil to keep believers down. That's a pretty big hurdle there, huh? How can you see any blessing on the financial situation? As a result, many believers today are suffering from one financial defeat after another. So let's go to the Word of God today and get the issue of prosperity and poverty straight. Let's find out once and for all which is the blessing and which is the curse. You can find that answer to the question in Deuteronomy 28. What God describes in verse 1 through 14 is the blessing. Prosperity. In verses 15 through 31, God describes poverty and he calls it a curse. The curse is meant to destroy, not to teach people a lesson. Not to make them more spiritual, but to destroy them. Regardless of how intense the lack is, the nature of poverty remains the same. It is and will always be a curse. Satan has gone to great lengths to convince God's people that poverty is a blessing in disguise. But poverty is something the devil contrived. Don't buy into his lies. Get your thinking in line with the word of God. If you're a born-again child of God, you'll no longer have to live under the curse of poverty or any other curse for that matter. You have been redeemed. Let's go ahead and read Deuteronomy 28, verses 1 to 31. Carefully obey the Lord your God, verse 1, and faithfully follow all His commands that I'm giving you today, If you do, the Lord your God will place you high above all the nations in the world. These are all the blessings that will come to you and stay close to you because you obey the Lord your God. 
You will be blessed in the city and blessed in the country. You will be blessed. You will have children. Your land will have crops. Your animals will have offspring. Your cattle will have calves and your flocks will have lambs and kids. The grain you harvest and the bread you bake will be blessed. You will be blessed when you come and blessed when you go out. The Lord will defeat your enemies when they attack you. They will attack you from one direction, but run away from you in seven directions. The Lord will bless your barns and everything you do. The Lord your God will bless you in the land that he has given you. You will be the Lord's holy people as he promised you with an oath. He will do this if you obey the commands of the Lord your God and follow his directions. Then all the people in the world will see that you are the Lord's people and they will be afraid of you. The Lord will give you plenty of blessings. You will have many children. Your animals will have many offsprings. Your soil will produce many crops in the land. The Lord your God will give you as he swore to your ancestors. The Lord will open the heavens, his rich storehouse for you. He will send rain on your land at the right time and bless everything you do. You will be able to make loans to many nations, but won't need to borrow from any. The Lord will make you the head, not the tail. You will always be at the top, never at the bottom. If you faithfully obey the commands of the Lord your God that I am giving you today, do everything I'm commanding you today, never worship other gods and serve them. Amen. All right, let me go ahead and read it in another translation. Let's see. Um, I like the uh, New Living Translation. Where to go, where to go. Here we go. If you fully obey the Lord your God and carefully keep all his commands that I'm giving you today, the Lord your God will set you high above all the nations of the world. You will experience all these blessings if you obey the Lord your God. Your towns and your fields will be blessed. Your children and your crops will be blessed. The offspring of your herds and flocks will be blessed. Your fruit baskets and breadboards will be blessed. Wherever you go and whatever you do, you will be blessed. The Lord will conquer your enemies when they attack you. They will attack you from one direction, but they will scatter from you in seven. The Lord will guarantee a blessing on everything you do and fill your storehouses with grain. The Lord your God will bless you in the land he has given you. If you obey the commands of the Lord your God and walk in his ways, the Lord will establish you as his holy people as he swore he would do. Then all the nations of the world will see that you are a people claimed by the Lord and they will stand in all of you. The Lord will give you prosperity in the land he swore to your ancestors to give you. Blessings you will with many children, blessing you with many children, numerous livestock and abundant crops. The Lord will send rain at the proper time from his rich treasury in the heavens and will bless all the work you do. You will lend to many nations, but you will never need to borrow from them. If you listen to these commands of the Lord your God that I am giving you today 
And if you carefully obey them, the Lord will make you the head and not the tail. And you will always be on top and never at the bottom. You must not turn away from any of the commands I am giving you today, nor follow after other gods and worship them. Amen and amen. And now for our reading. Well, brother, in the end, I'm sure you'll see these financial problems you're having are actually a blessing in disguise. Have you ever heard anybody say that to someone who's hurting financially? Chances are you have. It's a popular idea. The problem is, it is a lie used by the devil to keep believers down. You know, I have heard about of sicknesses, but not financial problems. This is this puts a new twist in situations. As a result, many believers today are suffering one financial defeat after another. So let's go to the Word of God today and get the issue of prosperity and poverty straight. Let's find out once and for all which is the blessing, which the curse. You can find the answer to that question in Deuteronomy 28. What God describes in verses 1 through 14 is the blessing, prosperity. In verses 15 through 31, God describes poverty and he has called it a curse. The curse is meant to destroy, not to teach people a lesson, not to make them more spiritual, but to destroy them. Regardless of how intense the lack is, the nature of poverty remains the same. It is and will always be a curse. Satan has done and gone to great lengths to convince God's people that poverty is a blessing in disguise. But poverty is something the devil contrived. Don't buy into his lies. Get your thinking in line with the Word of God and you'll be a born-again child of God you no longer have to live under the curse of poverty or any other curse for that matter. You've been redeemed. Deuteronomy chapter 28 verse 1. Blessings for obedience. If you fully obey the Lord your God and carefully keep all His commands that I am giving you today, the Lord your God will set you high above the nations of the world. You will experience all these blessings if you obey the Lord your God. Your towns and your fields will be blessed. Your children and your crops will be blessed. The offsprings of your herds and flocks will be blessed. Your fruit basket and bread boards will be blessed. Whatever you do and whatever you go, you will be blessed. The Lord will conquer your enemies when they attack you. They will attack you from one direction but they will scatter from you in seven. The Lord will guarantee a blessing on everything you do and will fill your storehouses with grain. The Lord your God will bless you in the land He has given you. If you obey the commands of the Lord your God and walk in His ways, the Lord will establish you as His holy people as He swore He would do. Then all the nations of the world will see that you are a people claimed by the Lord, and they will stand in all of you. The Lord will give you prosperity 
in the land he swore to your ancestors to give you, blessing you with many children, numerous livestock, and abundant crops. The Lord will send rain in the proper time from his rich treasury in the heavens and will bless all the works you do. You will lend to many nations, but you will never need to borrow from them. If you listen to these commands to the Lord your God that I am giving you today, and if you carefully obey them, the Lord will make you the head and not the tail, and you will always be on top and never at the bottom. You must not turn away from any of these commands I am giving you today, nor follow after other gods and worship them. <laughs> Verse 15, curses for disobedience. I said, aha, because the heater just went on. <laughs> blessings upon blessings, folks. Curses for disobedience. Let me say, now that I'm talking, let me say one thing about how we, through Jesus Christ, through the New Testament, through Matthew, I believe it was chapter 5 or 4, where he talks to the, the lady in the well, and he tells her that the Father is looking for those who will worship him in spirit and in truth. Once we receive Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior, we are in spirit and in truth. Fastest way to get into the heavens and obey the commands of the Lord God is worship him and praising him and singing songs and Putting that music that melts your heart with God, like country and western, uh, your favorite worship songs, praise and worship. There's so many of them. Amen. And stay, you stay in love, singing songs unto the Lord, making melodies in our hearts. All right, continue on from verse 15 to 31. It says, but if you refuse to listen to the Lord your God and do not obey all the commands and decrees I am giving you today, all these curses will come and overwhelm you. Your towns and your fields will be cursed. Your fruit basket and breadboards will be cursed. Your children and your crops will be cursed. The offspring of your herd and flocks will be cursed. Wherever you go and whatever you do, you will be cursed. The Lord himself will send on you curses, confusion, and frustration, and everything you do, until at last you're completely destroyed for doing evil and abandoning me. Abandoning me, says the Lord. The Lord will afflict you with diseases until none of you are left in the land you are about to enjoy and enter. The Lord will strike you with wasting diseases, fever, and inflammation. Scorching heat and drought and with blight and mildew. Uh-oh. These disasters will pursue you until you die. The skies above will be unyielding as bronze. And the earth beneath will be as hard as iron. The Lord will change the rain that falls on your land into powder. And dust will pour down from the sky until you are destroyed. The Lord will cause you to be defeated by your enemies. You will attack your enemies from one direction, but you will scatter from them in seven. You will be an object of horror to all the kingdoms of the earth. Your courts will be food for all the scattering, 
scavenging, excuse me, birds and wild animals, and no one will be there to chase them away. The Lord will afflict you with the boils of Egypt and with tumors, scurvy, and the itch from which you cannot be cured. The Lord will strike you with madness, blindness, and panic. You will grope around in broad daylight like a blind person groping in the darkness, but you will not find your way. You will be oppressed and robbed continually, and no one will come to save you. You will be engaged to a woman, but another man will sleep with her. You will build a house, but someone else will live in it. You will plant a vineyard, but you will never enjoy its fruit. Your ox will be butchered before your eyes, but you will not eat a single bite of that meat. Your donkey will be taken from you, never to be returned. Your sheep and goats will be given to your enemies, and no one will be there to help you. Huh, it goes on and on. Let's see, did I read everything? Yep, 31. All right, let's go ahead and go to our next reading. will be November the 30th, and we'll finish up the month. Amen. Thank you, God, for his word. Thank you for the blessing. We worship you. We praise you. We exalt King Jesus. <clears throat> Thank you that the Lord helps us in the midst of our situations. Lord Jesus, help us to find you in the midst of our troubles. Help you to help us to find you in the wrong we created. We borrowed money when we shouldn't have, Lord, and we got into commitments that we shouldn't have. Lord, help us to find you in the midst of all this messes. Amen. All these troubles. November the 30th, abide in the word. John 15, 7. If you abide in me and my words abide in you, you shall ask what you will and it shall be done for you unto you. John 15, 7. The word abide is so important. When Jesus told us to obey his commandments and keep his word, he wasn't just telling us to follow a bunch of religious rules and regulations. He was telling us to allow his word, which is a living thing. The word is a living thing. To make his home within us. He was telling us to spend time with it. To meditate on it. To fill our minds and our mouth with it. And let it, it guide our every action. The Apostle Paul put it this way. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly. Colossians 3.16 Most believers don't have any idea what that means. That's one of the reasons they're so short on power. Or Roberts once said, When the word is really abiding in you, when it's alive and producing like it should, you can hear it. You know what it's like when you get a song in your mind and you keep hearing it over and over inside you. Well, when you start abiding in the Word, you're probably going to hear it in much the same way. Again, the Word is really abiding you when it's alive and producing like it should. You can hear it. It talks to you. 
Many times I've been in desperate situations wondering what I was going to do when suddenly I heard a scripture down on the inside of me. Suddenly I know exactly what the answer to my situation was. I be delivered by the word of God that was dwelling in me. So invite the Holy Spirit to go to work on your behalf. Just keep telling him, whatever you bring to my remembrance from the word is exactly what I'm going to act on. I'm going to be obedient to every command of Jesus that you bring to mind. Make a quality decision to abide in the word. You'll soon discover that the word is abiding in you. Reading from Colossians 3, 1 through 16. Amen. Colossians. Here we go. The book of Colossians. Amen. Thank God for computers, huh? Since you've been raised to a new life with Christ, set your sights on the reality of heaven where Christ sits in the place of honor at God's right hand. Think about the things of heaven, not the things of earth. For you died to this life, and your real life is hidden with Christ in God. And when Christ, who is your life, is revealed to the world, you will share in all His glory. Amen to that. So put to death the sinful earthly things lurking within you. Have nothing to do with sexual immorality, impurity, lust, and evil desires. Don't be greedy, for for a greedy person is an idolater, worshiping the things of this world because of these sins, the anger of God is coming. You used to do these things when your life was still part of this world, but now it's the time to get rid of anger, rage, malicious behavior, slander, dirty language. Don't lie to each other, for you have been stripped off of old sinful nature and all its wicked deeds. Put on your new nature and be renewed as you learn to know your Creator and become like Him. In this new life, it doesn't matter if you are a Jew or a Gentile, circumcised or uncircumcised, barbaric, uncivilized, slave or free. Christ is all that matters. And he lives in all of us. Since God chose you to be the holy people he loves you, he loves, you must clothe yourself with tender-hearted mercy, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. Make allowance for each other's faults and forgive anyone who offends you. Remember, the Lord forgave you, so you must forgive others. Above all, clothe yourself with love which binds us all together in perfect harmony. And let the peace that comes from Christ rule in your hearts. For as members of one body, you are called to live in peace and always be thankful. Let the message of Christ and its richness fill your lives. Teach and counsel each other with all the wisdom he gives. Sing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs to God with thankful hearts. And whatever you do or say, verse 17, do it as a representative of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks through him to God the Father. Amen and amen. Colossians 3, verses 1 through 16. The word of the Lord. 
Thanks be to God. Thank you so much for coming on here today. I bless you and I praise you. Let us worship the Lord God. Let us at least spend an hour singing songs, worship Him, praising our hands, clapping our hands, stomping our feet, praising Him. Amen. For that, for me, I like worship in country and western, playing in the background when I'm doing work. It brings my heart out and the love of God in me. When I'm not directly worshiping Him, I like the, uh, of course, all of us do. We all have our favorite singers, and let's get to it. Let's worship Him and praise Him continually with all our hearts and minds and souls. Amen. I love you very much. Thank you for coming on today's reading, and we'll see you on the next clip, on the next teaching, in Jesus' name. Amen.